pretty much what it was. Yeah, I think it's because he's meaning the Indie Boys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, we'll start the show. Oh, the side seat podcast. We'll see. see. And I see I'm going to be in trouble again. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, so welcome to this edition of the side seat podcast. That was by no means yes. anybody except yeah. for Chad Kroger. Yes, oh, Chad Kroger. Try exactly. to cover your ass. <laughs> Goddamn it. Just admit to it. The side seat podcast, uh, parental advisory, discretion, listener discretion advice. Uh, we use no, language. We yeah. use the fuck words. Yeah, so if you don't the, like the fuck that, words, then the you bitch might words. not want to listen. Exactly. So just giving know. you guys a heads up. Uh, our opinions and our, our views are solely of ourselves and not of anybody else's. So, anyways, welcome, guys. And uh, I guess not all the legalities are. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, think all the I think it's pretty yeah. evident. When a guy walks in and he's yeah. wearing a t-shirt yeah. that says this is, fat tattooed bearded yeah. asshole. Yeah, we do have a fat tattooed bearded uh, asshole right next to us. Yeah. We got three of them. <laughs> nice. We got yeah. three, but he's, he's he'll, he <laughs> takes the, the cake. the one that says it. Yeah, he nice takes thing. the cake. We got, he's the one that's repping for the club. <laughs> we got our buddy Justin the Jew, J-Dub, uh, Justin Wilson, man, joining us. So thank you for coming on. Sure. Thank you for visiting. He used my real he, name. Like, that's creepier. And the reason he says that is because we are here at the beer soup. Oh, I didn't even get that. <laughs> we are at the beer soup. Wait, the reason he said that is because, oh, wait, that's why he yeah. said it. Like, he was telling you why he said it. I did not understand. So, we are at the beer soup here in Moline, Illinois. Make sure you guys come check it out. This is already being, like, the best podcast ever. So, uh, make sure you guys come join them downtown, uh, downtown Moline, 415, 15th Street in Moline here, uh, great place, we just had some awesome food, didn't we, Quake? Yeah, it was, it was very was, delicious. Would you have the volcano burger? I did, I had, I had some bacon onto it, because you you're fat and bacon, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you, if you well, don't add bacon, yeah. you're just un-American. No, well, then, exactly. we'll see, you yeah. had bacon, because bacon's good, yes. you're fat, you had the fried egg the on fried top egg. Oh. Oh. You, didn't, you didn't have the fried egg? Oh, oh I did, no, I did. Did. I was going to say. So the, the egg juice can fall down on the meat pan. Yeah, and adding cooked medium, too, because you cook it longer than that, you're just... Un-American. Exactly. You're cheating yourself. You're cheating yeah. yourself all right, so I will be perfectly honest with you. Sure. I, I actually uh, follow all this shit on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much ignore it all. But, That's fine. Uh, yeah. How fucking long does this shit take? Uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, how long do we record? Yeah. Until we're done. Yeah, and, just uh, yeah, we're done. Okay. It, could, it could be really I've never once listened to any of these. No, who cares, days. man? I don't even think we've listened to them. <laughs> so. um, no, I listen to them. <laughs> oh, he does. All right. I'm not sure who this is. Brain trust will put this table no, together, though. Yeah, right. It's, look at all the nails pulling through. Yeah, that's. Uh, hey, maybe maybe quality. you'll listen to this one. Maybe, probably not. But uh, anyway, uh, let me let me pay the bills real quick. This I gotta one at least hit play, yeah. so it gets counts. Yeah, we get. Oh yeah, I can yeah. do that. Like, I, I'll use multiple devices when I do it. Too. <laughs> Thank right, you. Perfect. Let me pay the bills. Pull the popularity up. Whether anybody gives a shit. Yeah, story, but who cares? Yeah. We we do. We, we care. do. I got you. I got you. Anyways, Ragged Records. Thanks for being one of our sponsors. Four eighteen East Second Street in Davenport, right off the Centennial. Or, no, right off the Arsenal Bridge. You do that every time. I every do, time. I every time right? he does it. It's this, it's I have awesome. no idea, but Thanks I should agree with every time. Yes, he does. He's like, Jesus Christ, every time. Uh, ragged Records, great selection. Uh, Next Level Fitness, our buddy Albert Myers. Albert, Albert Myers. Myers. Out there uh, doing some great things. I know they got some great classes coming up, so make sure you go on that Whoa. Facebook for Next Level Fitness. 3102 there, Pokemon. I uh, fucking leveled twice right there. There you go. 29th Street, Moline. 3102 29th Street. That's Next Level Fitness. Great friends of ours out there. Hopefully we get yeah. back out there to visit them. Yeah, at least get maybe go poolside next time. Yeah, maybe. May, oh, in the middle of winter? Yeah. Oh, I, we can go ice skating. Yeah, there you go. And our good buddies over at Ribco who uh, tonight yeah. are hosting the Tossers. Yes. So maybe we can get out of here and head over there. I don't know. Anyways, 
1815 Second Avenue, Rock Island. Make sure you guys check. Wait, how out. much is the tosser show? I gotta go fucking see it. Uh, I think it's like twelve bucks, but we did have tickets to give yeah, away. Yeah, if you're so. paying attention, you could have won. Yeah, them. yeah. So maybe if you pay attention, I got a free shirt. Like you're lucky. I paid <laughs> that much for attention. Like, you're lucky. Yeah, I scrolled through Facebook when I got out of there. there I was go. like, oh fuck, I gotta go do that. Why not? Why not? So, so anyways, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, Ribco and Ragged. They host uh, Turntable Tuesdays every Tuesday. Yes, Twenty minutes of your own vinyl spin. Um, go down there, check it out. We again, we will make it out there soon. Uh, it's, it's a fun time. I know they have karaoke too at Ripco. They got all kinds of great events, so go follow them on Facebook. Follow all our sponsors. Make sure you follow us too, so that way you kind of know what's going on, like free giveaways of tickets and T-shirts. So. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so that's the bills. Those are the bills. Uh, we'll mention them again as you'll see the pictures and whatnot. But let's just get right to it, guys, because it has been a rough week <laughs> weekend. <laughs> But uh, overall, you had a rough weekend, I, but you had a fun weekend. Though, too. It was a fun weekend, but you had man, the highest of highs and, and the, the lowest. Well, sometimes the lowest. almost dying is a good time. Yeah, hey, hey, you know what though? Well, I gotta hear this story though. Okay, yeah. all right. So like, let, let's just jump without right in. Without further ado, yeah. Without further ado, yeah, this, you know, I've heard part of this story My, while we're standing in line waiting to get in Tommy Stinson, yeah. and uh, which I, we will discuss. As well. Yeah, we'll discuss that later. I I feared for our MC's life. Yeah, man, I really did. I. Surprised um, he's still here. So, uh, you know, instead of me doing a, a pick this week, I'm going to review my my segment will be to review my time at Riot Fest, which was this weekend. Uh, first off, let me just say Riot Fest uh, was amazing. It was fucking awesome. It was everything I hoped it would have been and could have been and was and went beyond. Uh, but it was also a pretty terrifying experience for one point because I'm sure most of you know what happened on Saturday, but we'll get to that. But, um... Yeah, so uh, we take off Thursday night to go stay with our buddy up there, Brett. He's hosting us, and, and uh, hey, hey, I'm getting there. So let me get to the festival, all right? Because the festival, Friday, let me start off with Friday, because the first bands I got to see were uh, Fishbone was on one stage, uh, Living Color. Living Color, I will just say it right now, was the surprise of the festival for me. They fucking killed it. Like, uh, you know, Glover's still got the, those strong vocals and and um, I think the other reason why I say it was awesome is because I, I got Vernon Reed's guitar pick too so um, that oh, so it's a biased opinion it's not even like no facts. no no seriously like, <laughs> uh, okay you might be right but my friends uh, my friends that went you know they said they were even surprised at how great they were Probably one of their favorite bands, favorite acts of the of the weekend. So, so now you're paying people off. To yes, I'm you? paying them off with you the money that death I don't. Too. Have. Yeah, death is. Uh, that, yeah, they were. I see. That's what oh, I was saying. They were. They were going to be around. Oh, I'm just going to mess up all the bands, but I, I did no, get I, to see I, Death. I, I, was I it Friday? I thought that was Friday, because that was one of the first things you Yeah, posted. it was Death, then Fishbone, then Living yeah, Color. Yeah, flyer if you want to read it. <laughs> do, do you have the... Do you have the, the I actually do, yeah. The, the Riot Fest lineup? That might actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that I, don't, I don't know if it was, like, actual uh, in it, order it, lineup, but it was... Uh, it might have been. Oh, yeah, no, that's... But those were the bands that played that weekend. Yeah, I've got so. that. I don't have, like... Yeah. Well... We'll get to it. Oh, because uh, my my number one was uh, Ice Cube that night. I was gonna say who's Ice Cube's special guest. I was uh, actually just about to ask. Yeah, you. we'll get we'll get to that here in a second. But like <laughs> I said, Living Color surprise of the weekend. Friday was was awesome. Um, the the fact that they moved it from Humboldt to Douglas made a big difference because the uh, the traffic was crazy, but the park's a lot smaller. But it made everything easier to kind of go around the, all the carnival rides, all the vendors and stuff. 
Um, it was all in close range, and about the only stage that was super far, but it really wasn't as far as the other stages, was the root stage, a.k.a. the um, minority stage, I like to call it, because <laughs> that's where most of the minority acts played anyways. So, so. it's all a bunch of white people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, um, Dirty Heads and... Uh, um, Slightly stupid. Are you guys familiar with those yep. guys? Uh, yeah, I, Dirty Heads, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, I had to I had to sit through those guys in order to get through uh, Ice to Ice Cube because once I was done with a few of the bands on Friday, uh, it was pretty really easy. Just a lot of walking around. But um, my main headline here's the shitty part: Motorhead, no doubt, and Ice Cube were all playing at the same time. Oh no! I'm gonna yeah right. That's a terrible That's, choice to make, isn't God, it? God, somebody fucking failed on that. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to say that would be pretty easy uh, for it me would to make. Be. Um, Gwen Stefani's not dying anytime yeah, soon. That's true. And Ice Cube, unless he unless he gets straight out of Compton and is shot, <laughs> yeah. gangsta style, I think exactly. he's pretty straight too. So, yeah. Lemmy completed, I think, a couple shows before Riot Fest. Yeah, he actually took his Same time list. off and he, and he went all the way through. And there was no issues. He obviously just from the, he said from being up in the mountains up in Colorado. That it, it takes a lot out of you. It really does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. being in his shape, let me not. Lemmy's not in the best of shape. He's he, not a spring chicken anymore. No, <laughs> so it took extra time for him to recover. And yeah, so Motorhead played their full show. They they did, and um, for one, I understood they played nine songs at Riot Fest, and I heard they were probably the most disappointing, only because you know you could tell it was wearing on Lemmy. Um, the I don't know what their set consisted of, but. Like I said, nine songs. So. One thing about Lemmy that I've always loved and admired is he's the guy that he has flat out even said in interviews, uh, I don't give a shit if I've got one person buying my fucking albums, I'm still going to make them. So yeah. Lemmy is definitely the guy that is going to go hardcore balls to the wall till the end. Yeah. And that's just how it's going to be. And it's going like that, you know, because, I mean, even to go out there and play right. so, you know, after being... So let me get this straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You had a fucking choice. Yeah. <laughs> and you chose to not fucking see Motorhead? I I had front for Ice Cube. I skipped out on No Doubt 2. So you I, had even front for Ice see, Cube. I had front for Ice Cube, I did. Uh, I'm getting looked at see, by Wilkins. I, I completely understand where you're going with this, <laughs> and I'm almost right there by your side with it, but uh, it's Ice Cube, dude. Like, and it's on. front. I wasn't going to get any front. Again, let, me, let me reiterate my previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on. Come on. I'll do, I'll Ice do. Cube is a big movie star now, and yeah. he, he works out, and he's got personal trainers. He's and an Gwen angry Stephane, black man. You, Gwen go Stephane, you want an angry black man? Shot. You want an angry oh. black man? Go down to Arsenal Courts. they got a whole house full of them. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is... It's not Arsenal Courts anymore, by the way. Oh, shit, that shows my age. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. But... It's Motorhead, and it's yeah. probably the last time they're going to fucking tour. And, and, we, and you went to see Ice Cube. That's true, uh, and I had to live with that choice, and I did because I, I did regret it. But because I would have, I, what I was thinking is, yeah, you know who's going to be touring next week, next summer, probably Nickelback, Ice Cube, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe is he going to have a? You know who might tour together? Ice Cube, and no doubt. Guess who's <laughs> not going to tour together? Oh, there you go. Jeez. All right. Well, with that being said, I will I will say this: Ice Cube had probably one of my fa- like one of my favorite performances of the weekend. He tore it up with you know who hasn't made Are We There Yet? Who? Lemmy. 
Yes, he is not. He, he might as well because he's almost there. Jesus Christ! You can't. You you lose all credibility. Yeah, no, I've heard. When you before. come out and you make, are you there yet? And then you come out and you're scowling with your Raiders hat on. I'm sorry, you've lost was, your credibility because now you've been awesome. in a family film. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Uh, hey, Vin Diesel. For, wait, what are you talking about? Whoa! Pump took the over brakes, kid. The pacifier. Pump the brakes. That's kid. not Ice Cube though. No, no, that's Vin Diesel. It's Vin Diesel, We're but not I just said the same and, thing. Yeah, you, yeah. The Chronicles gotcha. of Riddick and the Fast and Furious movies have completely surpassed any shitty mistakes he may have made. I'm sorry. Are you going to hold Garfield against Bill Murray? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why? Wait, why? Bill Murray's got Ghostbusters. Okay, He'll he, just play that yes, card. Yes, he made Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's, all, made, the, that's all the argument. He made all of these great films, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, what happened? Garfield. Yes, but he, at least in Zombieland, he, he flat out said, "Would you have any regrets?" Yeah, Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, That's redemption. What I don't, you know, I, you, did he say on stage, "Yo, yo, 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 I'm real sorry, I made it over there yet"? No, he no, did not. No, he did not. <laughs> but his, uh, by the way, his special guests were. Um, the, the very the cool two little one. kids from Are We There Yet? No, <laughs> that who came out no, no, you'll appreciate this. So it was, uh, no, it was Vin Diesel with the pacifier. <laughs> they had a baby bonnet on. It was uh, 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 fucking MC Ren and DJ Yellow. Um, and, uh, I don't even know who the fuck they are. The original guys from, uh, from NWA. NWA. Yeah, minus CZ. No one knows who DJ Yellow is. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. MC Ren, I would have been like, oh, MC Ren. Yeah. That other guy. Yeah, and then. <laughs> must have been his, <laughs> must <laughs> be his driver. <laughs> Dr. Dre didn't come. He, the rumor was is that he was going to show up, but he didn't. Uh, I, but his son, who played him in the movie, was there performing with him, too. So that was pretty neat. Nurse Dre? Yeah, Nurse Dre. <laughs> well, what is, what is it? What's the Ice Cube Ice? Ice, uh, icicle, I guess, icicle, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was really fun. It really was. I loved the performance. Uh, it was a uh, mix of Straight Out of Compton and some of Cube's other hits. So, it was just a really good. T- I was getting really pissed because of the kids that were. Str- Everybody around me was like 15 years old. It was dumb. Well, I mean, when so, you make a kid movie, that kind of that's kind of. Well, what that, yeah, they're expecting. I'm gonna throw that out there before he gets a I'm chance. Pretty, I was there. I was jumping on that. Uh, I was like, let was me take a breath, breath, and then what? Yeah. There you go. So um, was Snoop Dogg there too? No. Oh, oh yeah, Snoop Dogg was there. Morris said something. Yeah, he did. Thanks for was joining he, the conversation. Uh, singing with Ice Cube? Or? No, no. That he was performing on Sunday. Okay, once. Okay, let me bring the fucking bell. Singing. <laughs> Rapping. Rapping. They don't sing. <laughs> he, uh, he, He's like, were they singing together? <laughs> hand in hand. Were they singing together? Were they gazing into each other's eyes? Yeah. Serenading each other on stage, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, although he did show up 30 minutes late to his set. So yeah. Did you, uh, actually, yeah. The, the guy that, uh, that was doing security out there that I know, Timmerman, uh, he says that he was uh, like right behind the stage where he was supposed to go on, yeah. and his... Uh, uh, suburban or whatever the hell it was that he come in and just come ripping through the fucking lot they were just trying to rush him to the fucking yeah. stage it's like what the fuck were you doing that you're that half doesn't surprise really? me like, yeah they were probably he was big yeah, way to Axel Rose the shit out of that situation <laughs> so um, so Friday quick. yeah <laughs> Friday Friday ended really good we we figured out where we were at we got in the we went back home Saturday uh, Saturday is when all the craziness happened but Saturday was pretty fucking awesome as well because um, uh, who did who did we catch? Uh, I, oh, um, Merle and ha- Merle Haggard uh, was awesome. The crowd really was receptive to him really well. That I, actually know. very much surprises me. Like I read the lineup of uh, yeah. that picture that, that I had. And I'm like, what the fuck is Merle? Haggard yeah, doing there? It, he was awesome. And his band was great. They were really interactive, and, and Merle was just like 
it kind of looked like he was confused for a minute, but once he figured out where he was at. He probably he, spent the night with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, probably, yeah. He did he say. Like, really told me to come find you, boy. He, he did say, I saw, he, he said uh, one of his songs was about smoking marijuana, so it was pretty grand. So um, That's actually pretty awesome that, uh, that the fans were actually accepting. Yeah. It. I, I heard well, that's like when Waylon Jennings was on um, Lollapalooza. It's the same kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. You know. That that crowd's the uh, the don't touch me I'm or my dad will sue you crowd. So yeah, yeah that is pretty surprising. That well, yeah, crowd. same kind of thing. You but know. but this this crowd was they were really cool. They were getting into it. They were chanting back and forth with with uh, with some of the band members. That actually kind of uh, uh, gives me a little bit of of uh, confidence in the human race again. That, yeah, that, that like people are actually accepting of classics again. That yeah. Makes, that's yeah. actually kind of cool. I mean, I had to explain to a few kids around me that, you know, they're like, they're like who are you here to see? I was like, well, obviously System, but Merle Haggard is also on the stage today, and I am beyond stoked. And they're like, well, what does he do? So, you know, we kind of gave them a little bit of a rundown, and then they got on their phones and looked up some music. Dude, two years ago, I had to explain the, the significance of a number two pencil and a cassette tape to a 19-year-old kid I worked with. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, oh right? Was it one of those memes where it's like, what does this yeah, mean? Yeah, it was oh. one of those, like, hey, like this if you get the meaning or yeah. the relevance or whatever the hell it was, and I just... I, I kind of giggled and I exactly. showed him and he goes, what? What? I don't get it. Like, are, you, are you fucking kidding me right yeah. now? There like, you go. Dude, yeah, yep. yeah, you're 19. That means you were still born. In- oh, no, never mind. You're totally 90s. Yeah, he'd be, mm-hmm. he'd be just along when the CDs came on. So. Yeah, his Space Jam was probably his first fucking soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And they didn't have cassette of that. Actually, they might have. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so here's where we come up to the, uh, the main event here. Um, let, me, let me get into this by just saying... Uh, System of a Down, okay? Uh, yeah, you want more of this it. band that? Uh, oh, you, do, you want? Do you want me to hold off? No, no, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> no, let's keep talking let's about keep you talking choosing because, Ice Cube over Motorhead. Hey, yeah, 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 I'm still kind of. Uh, I also had to. Who, I had to miss some headliner. Oh, Rancid. I miss Rancid for who? For System of a Down. Because Again, I almost died. no, that's that's fair. Hold on that's a second. Again, no, hold that's on. not. That's ridiculous. Let me, I'll explain it because <laughs> I get a little bit. I, it gets a little bit better because I did catch some of Rancid. I'll get to that here. So um, System of Down uh, was the main. They're only doing the, the two shows for sure. The Riot Fest shows, which were Denver and Chicago. Um, so you can imagine there was a huge crowd already all day. Like I had got to that stage pretty quick. When I got there, and it was about oh I, oh fucking De La Soul, De La Soul kid. They were um, they were awesome. They were uh, they're they're perform- They were interacting with the crowd great too because they're like you know a lot of people probably a lot of you don't know who we are. You probably think we're Wu Tang only on Thursdays, <laughs> and you know and, and, and Dave and, and uh, P were just up there killing it the whole time, and and uh, they were just so fun. They were everything I wanted out of that performance. And I'm so glad that I caught him, and, and I would catch him anywhere, anytime if I could. So, um, but anyways, back to the system of down. Of course, there's tons of people. Uh, I heard some people flew in from Philly, from New Jersey, from New York. You know, drove down from, you know, top of the bumfuck fucking Wisconsin up there and Minnesota and all these. Uh, I know there was a there was a couple dudes um, like behind me, a couple people. I heard that you know we're from Texas and blah blah blah. So they they brought in a lot. All kinds of people. So, um, from the get go, from about you know five, five or uh, yeah, five or six, because they were on at eight forty-five since about, and I got there a little bit before five. But that's when all the people started showing up, and 
I was just a few rows deep, so it wasn't too bad at the time. Um, so Merle Haggard um, played, right? After Merle Haggard played, Billy Idol played. Nice. When Merle Haggard was done, slight movement in the crowd for System of a Down stage, for the stage they were on. Nothing big. Uh, Billy Idol came on. Everybody fucking, you know, were watching it on the screen, and he was on the stage over. He had a good performance. They had some sound issues on a couple of stages, but Billy's <laughs> sound issues were kind of, you know, noticeable. So, um, uh, so just real quick, I have to interject sure. this because uh, I was told this by, like I said, my buddy was doing yeah. security up there. Uh, he was actually standing right by the stage or right front stage uh, before Billy Idol, and uh, he says that he, he overheard some guy in the crowd say, I wish I could just turn this whole fucking place into a big dildo, shove it right up Billy Idol's ass. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell that was about. No. I just felt like, especially since the yeah. sound problems, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. I don't know. And but, he, uh, they were obviously there for Billy Idol because there was nobody on the stage after <laughs> that. So, because System of Down was the main event. So, so anyways... Um, Billy's performing, he, great set, good stuff. Um, so he stops, his set's over. Next thing you know, whoo, like this big wave uh, from behind. Fuck fumes. Yeah, fuck. everything. Weed, dicks, uh, <laughs> It was like booze. a mist of after yeah, the Exactly. <laughs> um, just overtook the crowd and just was getting crazy right off the bat. Then, you know, the, a few minutes went by and everybody's just system, system, and, and um, the lights go off. And then just another whoo right towards the front. Um, and and that's when the shit started hitting the fan. So uh, they come on, a, was it, was it um, I don't even remember what they you started s- with. You said the, toxicity, right? No, no, that, that was later. Okay, my bad. But I'll get to it. Anyways, two songs. All I remember was the first two songs because I don't even remember them that well. So there were, you know, people pushing, people already crowd surfing. Some of these people were already crowd surfing just because they wanted to get out. So um, it was really tough. I mean, I'm a big guy and I can handle my own. I've, I've been to some. I've been to Slayer pits. I've been, you know, I've seen countless bands at Riot Fest. I've seen bands that have heavier pits, Slipknot. Motionless light, whatever. These crazy pits. I've seen both of those guys. Yeah, so, um, you know, was it on the same tour? Yeah. Yeah, that was that the, was recently. Uh, uh, up in Wisconsin is where I see them. There you um, go, yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but anyways. Hold on, I'll tell you. So It was Northern Invasion, and I bet I still got the fucking set list on this fucking thing. Oh, was they it? actually had their own app, actually, for this concert. Did they? Yeah, Riot Fest has their own app, too. Yeah, Did they really? Yeah, they actually have uh, all the, uh, the whole set list. But I think they were sweet. touring together, too. That was the thing, those. Slipknot, uh, yeah, Slipknot and uh, uh, motionless, um, motionless and white. Yeah, yeah, they were. They went to. They did it earlier in the season, or was it after that show? I don't remember now. This was back in May. I know Slipknot and Hatebreed tour, did a tour too. Did that I? was pretty cool. I know uh, Five Finger Death Punch made fun of Slipknot actually. Did uh, they on that tour up in Wisconsin? Well, uh, maybe just, they should have their whole band together first. <laughs> 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 that's, that's before they do it. No, it was because because uh, you know Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, I love the band. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know oh, fuck what anybody says. Man. I love the albums. Are great live garbage. Uh, I, I, I fucking hate to say it, but they're just fucking garbage. Not a good live band. Uh, but they, they kind of pantera the shit out of their show. They just go out there, they show up with their instruments, they play. That's what they do. They don't have, you know, the extra fanciness like Slipknot does. Slipknot put on, puts on a great show. Yeah. Five Finger Death Punch just goes out there and plays some songs. Yeah. And um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Ivan Moody actually said he pulls out 
a Zippo from his pocket, lights it, and he says, thanks to it, because they had a Zippo tent there where you get a free lighter and shit. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, he pulled the lighter out, he said, he lights it, and he just holds it in the air, he goes, uh, thanks to our good friends at Zippo, this is all the pyro the heck, pyrotechnics we're going to have tonight. <laughs> and then he closes it, and then Slipknot comes out with like, you know, yeah, 50 there's... foot fireballs, yeah, and this yeah. stage, that, or this ramp that runs down halfway through the stage, it's just got burning rings all around it, yeah. like it's... I just thought that was kind of funny. That's pretty awesome, and uh, they're elaborate setup too. So, um, the thing, the thing, but back to this concerts. The thing that I do because I believe in good concert etiquette. If you take care of the people around you, and if you are there to all have a good time, you take care of each other. Um, but when that one asshole's around you, you just elbow the shit out of that guy right in the fucking face because yeah. he deserves it. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe he did. So, but but for the most part, everybody's <laughs> there for a good time and, and having fun. Uh, and, and that's kind of my spiel that I give to people. Hey, it's nothing personal. My arms start moving. Just give me a nudge and I'll fucking knock it off. But we're all here to have fun, whatever. So I did that. But um, but anyways, so first song starts, crowd goes nuts. You hear a big roar. You know, everything that a big headliner should have was happening. And, all, and then all of a sudden, that's when the crowd started shifting. Um like I said, I'm only a few rows back. I'd probably say about, you know, like for me to the rail was probably about a good under 10 feet. So, um, yeah, the crowd shifted, which I anticipated, you know. The, the other factor was is that it rained all day Friday, Saturday in the morning. The shit was muddy. Right. So it was also hard to keep balance. But, you know, kind of anticipating that. You know, I did the best I could while I started off. Well, anyways, back to the crowd shifting. That's when more people were like, okay, I can't do this. I got to start getting out. So we're like, hey, he's got to go up. Let's get him up. Get him up. Then we start seeing more people flying from behind us. Then we're starting to hear screams and stuff. Like, this is just one song in. And, and you know, the whole time, I'm like, you know, my, my footing's not the best because the crowd keeps moving and there's all kinds of shit going on. This is probably the first clear account that I've had of it since it happened. Um, but anyways, so much is going on. People are falling, starting to fall. The pit is like a couple people behind us. And even in there, they're starting to fall. And usually, you know how pits work. They pick each other up. They weren't able to pick each other up because everybody from behind them was pushing forward. And that was causing them to fall. So it was getting pretty, me- like, like no pun intended, it was really fucking messy uh, as far as all the bodies that were going in. So that's when they're like, okay, people are starting to fall, so we need to stop kind of fucking around. Well, again, I was my footing wasn't the best, so I was having a hard time keeping up. And I would have thought, you know, maybe the pressure from the people behind us were, you know, would have kept me up, but it, it was not helping. So, so about the second song start. It's crazy again, but then you're starting to notice more people going down. More people are trying to, they can't even be held up to get surfed out. So, what had happened at that point, by the start of the second song, I, it was, it was just like, the mud was a big factor in this because I couldn't, it was a, it was a good one and a bad one because um, the bad part was it caused me to slip, uh, like slide, and lose my placing, and that's what caused me to fall. Right. I don't ever want to experience anything like that again, and and to know that this has happened to people before, it's fucking terrifying. It's it's insane. Um, so now I'm completely underneath everybody, and all 
all I see is darkness and little shots of light coming through the crowd and all the noise from the music and the crowd going. Well, I noticed the music had stopped playing. And um, Serge started saying something about... It was something along the lines of... And I'm not just saying this because I, I know what was said now. It was some, At the time, I was like... Something like we need to we need to get the security to help these people or something something or whatnot. That's pretty much all I heard at the time. Well, when I watched the video, he was saying it's not worth uh, it's not worth it to have one person get hurt. So let security do their job, guys. You know, relax. We want everybody to have a good time. Blah blah blah. So, but anyways, back to me being in there. Um, somebody had actually stepped on my ankle. But the good part was, the, the good thing about the mud was, it was so mushy and gushy, it was able to give. So my ankle wasn't really the problem. It was when somebody stepped right here on my on my stomach, like right here, like upper, like okay. right under my breast area. So like, it was, yeah. Like, was <laughs> my breast area. My, my chesticles. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, see there, there's a little light of that. But, but no, seriously, somebody stepped on me. And luckily they weren't heavy or I don't know if they were getting picked up, but it wasn't as bad as I thought, but I, I felt something. I didn't know if something had broke. I didn't, I didn't even care because at this point I was gasping for air. I couldn't breathe. It was getting hard to, to get out, to even try to stand up because somebody was stepping on my leg. Well, finally somebody, they got off of it and I took that as much as I could and it hurt my leg. My leg is in quadrature. So I pulled my leg out as quick as possible and then, like, I got to a point where I was able to kind of try to rock up. But then, finally, somebody was like, hey, there's guys down under here. So they grabbed my arms. and like, come on, don't worry. You know, we got you. I was like, come on, man, please help me. I can't breathe. So they, they finally, after, like, you know, I'm a fat guy, you know. So I'm trying to get up. <laughs> yeah, we all know. I'm trying to get up. And finally, they, they just, like, one, two, three, four, got, got me fucking up. But I couldn't breathe. And, I like I said, I was still dealing with the pain. I'm getting stepped on my abdomen. What's the abdomen? So, um, so anyways, they stepped on your tits. They just stepped saying, on my tits. No, it was <laughs> under my tits. Under my tits. There you go. It was under Little that. Boob. Yeah, uh, the under boob. Yes, under the under boob. So, um, yeah, man. So that was like just to be under that was not. I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna. Uh, and and for the other people that had to go through that, like I can only imagine. I know there was some. There's a story circulating about a guy that had his head cr- crushed, and he's he's got a picture, and you know he's fine. Like that's he fine. What crushed? His head. Like he he. Well, he didn't get it crushed, but his head was getting stepped on, and like into the mud or whatnot. This is according to him. So, um, but the thing is, I don't. I believe nobody passed away. Nobody has had like any crazy serious injuries. So that's the best part. I'm glad everybody's okay after that. But, but anyways. Um, the the only way I was able to get out was because I, I had my bag on my arm and it was fucking getting pulled. I don't I, I don't even know if it's now. Uh, I have like a nice little mark there from the bag being pulled. Well, I was able to get it up, toss it at one of the security guards' heads. I was like, "Hey, I need help. I'm a bigger guy. I'm gonna have a hard, hard time." And like, and I just got stepped on. They're like, "Hold on, hold on." So one of the big cops comes over. And um, tases you. <laughs> hey, you're a minority tase. So, but no, no, seriously, thank, thanks to him, like he got me out. He's like, I was like, yeah, man, I can't breathe. Like, like I really, like I, I felt pathetic because I, I, but I couldn't breathe. So I, was like, I can't breathe, man. I got to get out. I got to get out. 
Um, I just got stepped on in my and, and I can't breathe. And, and he's like, all right, hold on, man, hold on, turn around. I was like, are you going to be able to get me out? He's like, don't worry about it, just turn around. Fuck, gets under my arms and fucking, ooh, yanks me out. <laughs> So he just fucking suplexed your ass? Yeah, out. yeah, you fucking, <laughs> fucking... All right, so back. Brock Lesnar yeah, took yeah, your suplex. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly, exactly, man. And that's what it felt like because he did He did want me out. My underwear was falling. My pants were already halfway down. Like, my legs are all muddy. My pants... I just triple washed my, my shorts that I was wearing from that show and, and the fucking catcher thing. Still got shit stains on them? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, man... But thanks to him, I was able to get out. And the, and when I was coming out, the thing that I was noticing, because, you know, once I was able to finally realize all the shit that was going on, like, people were getting pulled out. There were people surfing out. I saw security jumping into that crowd to go to that pit where people were falling all over. It was just chaotic, man. Like, it, it, the, there's a reason that that concert caught a lot of attention because they did have to stop. That, that's when he was saying, well, it's not nobody, can we play, you know, or are we going to be good? All right, let's give you guys a couple seconds. He's like, yeah, you know, don't, like, and Darren was saying, like, you know, come on, let them do their job so we can do ours. You know, be safe, guys, be safe. And But, like, when I got pulled out, I, I tried walking a couple steps, and I just collapsed. I, I, but security was there, and then, like, they were bringing water to everybody, so they gave me, like, a bottle. I was like, I can't, I can't even swallow this. But I, you know, I was trying to keep hydrated and keep cool because I was all probably dehydrated as fuck. So, and I'm seeing girls getting carried out that look like they're passed out. There's guys that are like, they look like they just got jumped, you know, and it's probably from being trampled and, and being roughed up. And I know there was, um, so when I, when I got pulled off, they're like, we need to move everybody down. Can You know, we got people coming out. And so they, I had to get, escorted by two guys and they walked me over and they sat me down on the thing because they had you know the, the, the rails had the steps so security could see so um you know so we moved down i just couldn't breathe and you know they came over and checked now we, we got to get you to the metal content because if you're having other any other issues you know you don't want them to get complicated so let's get you i was like ah Plus, if anything does happen, I can always go back on them too. But. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was just their job, and they were they brought carts, and um, the cart that I rode on was a big one, um, and the other people. Oh, yes, no, it was one it of was the, a big, Ford the big. Yeah, it was. It was with, with all the fixings. The, the people that rode on with me were this other dude that was all beat to shit, and didn't, and he only had one shoe. Um, he, he uh, it was Knox from. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's who it yeah, was. That's who it was. And uh, the other girl that was fainted at, the, at when she was sitting down, but then when she got on the thing, she so this was, chick was passed out. Yeah, this chick was passed. So out. it totally would have been easy as shit to the left. Yeah, no, that that wasn't the first thing on my mind <laughs> oh, to be honest. So, <laughs> first thing on my mind was, do I have a broken rib, and what am I going to do to fucking take care of this? Because I don't have any insurance. I don't um, yeah, so it sucked. Thanks, Obama. Actually, a couple months ago, I was in uh, Indiana, and I got nine staples in the back of my head, and it cost me eight oh. grand, and I'm not going to pay it at all. So. Yeah, no, I, there's <laughs> no way, right? There's no way. No, I, I, I can't pay Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're being honest with me. So. Um, the, this other, is the best policy. Yes, I've, I've actually been told I'm too honest for my own good. Hey, like no, well, that's, not, that's not true. Um, <laughs> It's always good to be honest. That's not true. You're a fucking lying. <laughs> no, no, no. That's yeah, fucking, yeah, you're a lying. Fucking lying. Um, the other girl, uh, her ankle was fucked. They, she had to get her shoe cut off because it swelled up big God time. Um, 
the, and then the other guy, there was another guy there, but he had to go on the next card. It looked like he he probably broke the rib, and of course me on that one. But um, that that was just the first wave for the first uh, medical medical uh, vehicles, whatever. So you know, take us. So this is where the story starts to get a little bit better. But that that chaos is something I don't wish at any show. I don't wish on anybody. Um, maybe one person. I hope it takes them. But anyways, you know, um, uh, just real, I, I, I hate to keep her your story. But, yeah, no, uh, no. For, uh, uh, what I actually the uh, the fest I was talking about earlier uh, up in Wisconsin on May yeah the northern 9th, invasion. yeah the northern invasion. Um, I was actually uh, in the pits for uh, Five Figure Death Punch and Slipknot. And those were the last two bands of the night, and it got fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe just this new generation and the fact that they like this heavier, shittier death metal music that I, I fucking hate. Black metal is what it's called, I guess. Yeah. I, I first of all, I hate that shit. It's disgusting. Yeah. The, the the music is awesome, I, but when you growl so fucking much that I can't understand one word in your song, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like I got really excited. I saw that Demu Borgir redid "You're Gonna Burn in Hell" by. By Twisted Sister, yeah. and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" So I was listening to it, and the intro was really cool. And then that tool started singing, yeah. and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> um, yeah, like, but I don't know if it's like this just this, this new era of kids that don't know what the fuck they're doing. But uh, when we were growing up and going to these shows, and you know, we actually had the mosh etiquette where yeah. you know, and, and granted, in your situation, it would have been a lot worse because you, you know. Tons more people, and yeah. with like you said, with the, the ground being just nothing but mush, it, it's definitely going to be harder to do and keep your footing to get people. But yeah. like, that's the thing—you stop what the hell you're doing and you yeah. pick people up. I don't give a shit what, what's what you're, going on. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's how you do it because it's not well, supposed to—you know—you're not supposed to hurt anybody doing no. this shit. Well, coming you know? from someone who started pit etiquette, I mean, I'm older, a lot older than you guys. Yeah. I was there. At the when, you know, Greg Thompson talked about it when he was on the show, the DIY shows, the do-it-yourself, the old punk shows. Yeah. That's where that shit started, man. A guy yeah. falls down, you help him up. Doesn't matter who he. Is. Right. Doesn't matter if you don't know that guy from Adam. Doesn't matter if that guy was being a jackass two minutes ago. You help him up. That's just the rules. I don't yeah. give a shit if it's some guy that I've hated for the, my entire fucking life. I'm still gonna pick him up. Like yeah. that's, you, you just don't do that. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's gonna mean, give the shows. But a that's bad the name. problem. That's the problem when you have these huge ass shows and they're like, oh, we're gonna play two shows. So you better get there. And you get there, and then all of these mutton heads who've been, you know, not, not you know, whatever you say, what you want to say, but. I would probably say 70% of them are probably frat stars fucking one to be yeah. have never been in a pit before Kids, yeah. they're like we like System of a Down because they play them on the radio and yeah, then they go to these shows and then they just rush the stage and right. it's like that at all you see this at a lot of these kind of shows is, yeah. and and I don't know like uh, a few years ago back in 2006 was the first time I ever saw it I saw a slip out here at the mark yeah. um, but this the whole dance mosh thing I don't know what the fuck this shit is uh, but that's gotta stop that is the oh, like the slam dancing thing. yeah that is the gayest yeah. thing I've ever seen it is I don't man. know what the fuck that's even about like you just go out there and start flailing the shit out of everything that's just that is, that is exactly the opposite of that is the most easiest way to fucking kill somebody it right? is you just kick the shit out of somebody you know, know one 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 foot or fist to the to the right spot well the wrong spot and well the thing about it is see we've been doing that for we've been doing that since the beginning when I would go to these shows, we were doing. We were slamming. Well, you motherfuckers need to quit that shit because it's yeah. goddamn stupid. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying is, there's though, a difference. But so. there is a difference. These these kids nowadays, they don't. It's not to say that they don't know how to do it, but there's you know, you get these guys in there, and all they're doing is standing in the middle, and they're all those skinny jeans, and they're flailing their arms yeah. around. Those are the first guys I'm taking the fuck out. Yeah, the, that's the bad kind of thing. I know the guy that you're talking about. Because, it. you know, you go in there and there is an etiquette. And you know, when you back yeah. off, you get tired, you back off, and every you go, oh man, this was great. This is a good time. Well, let's go do it again. All right, right now. And, and that's the one thing I want. And if anybody listens or if anybody that talks to me about the story or that knows 
you know, about going to shows. That's of course, I thought you were going to get beer, dude. Like, you've been he, was, he was listening. 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 You were sitting yeah. on your fucking phone for 20 minutes of this fucking story. Like, don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> the stalker getting called out. Hold on, Morris. I'll finish up here. But, but the main thing I want people to take from that is, is that... Take care of your people, man. And the main you're, thing I want people to take from his story is he went and saw Ice Cube. Oh, come on. Oh, instead of seeing Motorhead. Wait, wait, wait. The, the story's not over. Yeah, you no, it gets better. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it no, it go goes ahead. into the ransom thing. Um, so anyways, they, they so I get carted off. And, of course, the carts are in the back area towards the backstage. Um, and System was on the far stage, the riot stage, which was one of the first ones. Rancid was on the fourth stage, which... It, what it was is two stages here, two of the big stages here, two of the big stages here, carnival in the middle. So I get carted off. Um, so I end up going to the farthest stage, which just so happens to be where Rancid's playing. Okay. So I get checked out. They're like, you know, can you take some breaths for us? Can you, I don't feel any protrusions or protruding. Um, you know, it's, can you breathe? I was having trouble breathing, but it was better. So um, you might just have a bruised rib. Uh, you know, we could probably take you to the hospital just to get this. It's like, no, you're not the one taking me to the hospital. No, no, no. So I was like, you got a rap or anything? They're like, no, we don't got any of that stuff here. We, you know, we got a lot of people coming in now. But uh, So just hang out or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. Can I go when I'm feeling better? They're like, yeah, fine, whatever. So I asked the security guard. Uh, so about, you know, 10, 15 minutes goes by. I said, hey, man, do you mind if I just go that way? Because I have to make it back to that stage to get my bag because I had my wallet and shit. I shouldn't have threw it, but it's the only way I would have got the attention. Can I go back through this way, cut, to get that far stage? He's like, yeah, sure, that's no problem. Whatever, fine. Okay, so this is where it gets better. So uh, as I'm walking, the rancid stage, right, out, right, out, right outside the medical tent. So I kind of stopped, and I was like, oh, oh, fuck, man. Watching it, there's a lot of people on the side stage and in the back area. Sounded awesome. They fucking uh, out came and out came the wolves. This is what they played in full. So it sounded awesome. Uh, so, anyways, I, I wanted to start heading back. Um, so I'm walking by these tour buses and by the by the like you know the production trucks and all this, and I, I shit you not, it was like a golden moment, like. Nobody was around, and I swear, it, there was no light there, but there was a light in my mind <laughs> shining down on this spot. And, and the I was, angels were singing behind you? It, yes, because I look, I'm look, i looking closer, and I'm walking closer, I'm inching closer, and I'm like, oh my God, please tell me this is what I think it is. And I reach down to grab it, and it turns out it is an artist wristband, like the, what they need to use backstage, and I... Posted a picture of this. It is the artist wristband that all the artists that have that are performing that weekend have on to stay backstage. And I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta pick this up." It was ripped, but it was only ripped at the little scene. So I had a I had a hair tie on my hand because my hair's long and I didn't want to fuck it up. Well, I didn't care about my hair at that point. So, um, I threw it on there just so I wouldn't get any weird looks or questions. Even though I'm a fucking muddy mess, I look like shit. I got, like, my shirt's all soaked and my hair's all fucking disheveled. I don't look like I should be. I look like I shouldn't even be in the festival. I would probably look like a homeless man. So I'm walking there and nobody's batting an eye. Anytime security walked by, they would just look down, I noticed. And they saw the wristband and, um... So, 
I, you know, I'm walking back towards the system stage, and uh, they are just about done with their set because I knew because I knew Toxicity was that's what it was. Toxicity was playing, and then they finished with Sugar. Um, so, just testing my luck, I decided to you know see how far I could take this, and I got as far as. And did you see my snap? Did you see where the snap from yeah, where yeah. I was at by the stage? Yeah. Um, I got as far as to that stage where they walk off. Okay, shit you not. This is the most outlandish part of the story because nobody else is there except me that, you know, out of the people that I knew. Like, there were people there, but I didn't know who the fuck they were. They didn't know who the fuck I was. I probably thought I was some homeless guy. Um, yeah, damn, homeless Mexican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> homeless fucking Mexican wearing a Buck Nasty t-shirt. So, anyways, shit you not. They get done with sugar. Fucking not two minutes after they start walking down the steps, which I just happened to be by, and just out of shits and gigs, just to see if I could get it. I just lift up my hand, there goes Serge Tanky, and boom. Nice. Tosses me his towel, and they get in their fucking little suburban things, the trucks that we were talking about earlier, because that's how they want, just wanted to get him out of there. And I was like, Oh my god, what the fuck just happened? Like, I went from almost dying with this is happening now. <laughs> like, seriously. And I'm sitting there with a towel on my shoulder, like, holy fuck, man. That was the rock god's way of saying, sorry, guy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the perfect way to. Sorry for letting you get stepped on, honey. Yeah, so, so there. I was, I was, I was getting a drink of water. Yeah. I kind of missed out yeah. on that one. That was my exactly. fault. Exactly. <laughs> he was getting a freezy, freezy stand from the country lemonade stand. Like, fuck. But seriously, like, how, how does that happen to no, me? No, you know what that was? What? That was the rock guys telling you you should have fucking went some motorhead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is your warning, but here, here, here. Don't let that shit happen again, fucko. <laughs> the particular rock guys that were watching over you that night just happened to be Sour Patch Kids. Uh, because, <laughs> like, they were like, fuck you, you didn't go see motorhead. Right. Oh, but now we feel bad. Here's Serge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's Serge yeah. taking his ass towel that he's Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's butt, <laughs> butt stuff. So, um, but... I, I couldn't even believe the sequence of events that happened that night. And just to, just to kind of top this off and, and rush you, because I know I'm taking up with too much of your segments. But uh, but it, it was unbelievable. That's the best way I can describe it for that Saturday. Sunday was just as fun. I got to check out a new these guys, uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela. They're dueling. Oh, yeah. They're dueling um, acoustic guitar. Yeah, banjos. Uh, acoustic guitars. Uh, uh, Less than Jake, uh, got to meet them. Um, Tenacious D was the headliner that I went to go see. Uh, Snoop Dogg was 30 minutes late to his stage. Uh, I got one of Jack Black's picks from Tenacious D, as you guys might have seen on my personal page. Um, uh, that's my thing. I like to collect picks from shows. So if I could get one, I'd be, I just got lucky to get all the ones that I did this weekend. Um, and... and uh, so after D played, uh, Prodigy was the headliner for Sunday night. Um, caught a little bit of Prodigy, and I decided to test my luck again. So I put the wristband on, and I walked up to the entrance of where to go backstage was, and all she said was uh, wristband. I was like, she said, oh, yeah, you can go that way, because it was the artist's wristband. The artist can go that way. I was like. Okay, thanks. So I'm walking. I just waltzed in, essentially, and fucking, again, there I am sitting, walking backstage, just hanging out, chilling. So I just decided, instead of watching any of the other stuff, I watched a little bit of Prodigy from behind, watched a little bit of Modest Mouse from behind, but then I decided to, again... Craft Services tent. 
Press my luck. I started going that way. That's where I ran into a few of the chicks from L7 who had performed earlier nice. that night. Uh, I think it was the bassist and the one with the pink hair. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I, I but I recognized them from that. Because um, I don't really know a lot of L7 stuff. But uh, um, anyways, and then when I was walking towards that tent, I go and um, Stephen Marley and Damian Marley were there. Damian Marley was performing. Shit. He was performing, and uh, so <laughs> clearly we Steven, just got beer. <laughs> yeah, we got beer. There's the PBR break here. Snoop Dogg must have been walking with <laughs> with Stephen Marley because he had performed earlier in the day. I'm walking by towards that tent, and Snoop Dogg happens to be walking towards me, along with the Marley, because I'm just assuming that he, that's where he was, because it kind of looked like him from the pictures that I saw. Um, walking towards me, and I just, you know, I didn't want to pull my phone out, I didn't want to bother him, so as I was walking by, Matt, you'll notice, I gave him the Mexican what's up, I was like, gave him a nice head nod, <laughs> looks over at me, gives me one back, I was like, what the fuck, like seriously, <laughs> Snoop Dogg just fucking head nodded me, and I'm just sitting here back, and I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to go near that tent, because I don't even know who's in there, Stinson was there that night too, but I don't know. I know some of the bands and some of the members from Tenacious D were walking back there, like the, their, their band, um, and just a bunch of people I probably didn't recognize because I didn't know who they were, or I just didn't care because I just got done seeing Snoop Dogg. But uh, yeah, man, so like that happened. I was like, you know what? I better just get the fuck out of here because. Dude, now see, I'd have rode yeah. that pony. I should have. You know? As more uh, as I'd have been like, my name is Emilio Rodriguez. You don't yeah. know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty fucking awesome, and and I have the I should have brought it to share, but uh, I'll bring it next time. Look at my goddamn wristband, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then I went to the guest bar area, and everybody's just hanging out. And I was like, I better go because my buddies had ended up taking off to go see uh, Naked Ray Gun and uh, Alkaline Trio. Now this is where it keeps getting a little bit more interesting. I take the train, I jump trains, and I go all the way to the Concord Music Hall where they're playing. And I was like, I'll just wait for my buddies out here. Well, I was waiting in front of a, there's a taco stand across the street that wasn't open. Yeah, of oh, course. Oh, shit. But it wasn't open. Um, so I waited there. And then I got bored, so I decided to go across the street to talk to the security guards to kind of see what was up because some of the Riot Fest people were there. Um, they're like, oh, you know, we'll just get back. And I was only to go the other day and blah, blah, blah. So we were shooting shit. And uh, this other little weird promoter guy must have came out because he was wearing a Concord shirt and had a walkie. And he and you know he must he was talking to a bunch of people. I'm just sitting there, you know, just talking. And then like they they have to go do their job because people started to come out. Um, so he this guy is getting ready to go back in. He's like, "Are you okay, my friend?" I was like, "Oh yeah, man. Uh, just got just got back here from Riot Fest. I didn't do it on purpose, but I kind of <laughs> you know just got there from Riot Fest." He's like, "Oh, I, I was. Are you waiting for somebody?" He's like, "Yeah, my friends are already in there." Oh. Do you want to go in? I was like, um, I didn't get a ticket. Do you want to go in? Do you want to go see the show? I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, man. C- come on, come on, my friend. Come on, my friend. <laughs> and he's and he's like, he walks me up to the doorway, says, hey, this guy, he's good. He's with me. Fucking, all right, cool. Fucking go right on in. It's on the third floor. Walk up, get to catch the rest of the Alkaline Trio show. I miss Naked Raygun, but I got to see the end of the Alkaline Trio show. I did get a Naked Raygun patch. So, because they did have it at the Mercedes, so I just, I had to pick one up. 
But uh, but I got to catch the end of Alkaline Trio. Quake's sitting here looking at me, all pissed off. Um, it was a great last four songs uh, with my buddies. I surprised the shit out of my buddies because they didn't know that I was going to be there. Like, what? Did you, how did you get here? I was like, a long story. I'll yeah. tell you in a minute. Yeah, I was like, that. they're like, no fucking way. And they're like, I'll tell you when we get outside. Let's watch the rest of the show. They had the encore left. And then after the show was over, got a hold of a Matt Skiba pick. Um, and that ended that Riot Fest weekend pretty good into, into what ended up turning out to be Monday. Which, Quake, I think we can start transitioning into yeah. Monday with, with Tommy Stinson of The Replacements. Yeah. Um, I met up with... I was texting back and forth with... Uh, <laughs> Sexing back and forth with uh, MC about, like, dude, let's go to Stinson. He's like, dude, I'm kind of beat up. I'm like, you're going to see Tommy Stinson in front of, like, 25 people. we got to go. He's like, all right, that's fine. So we meet up. Um, we wait outside. He, he tells me this, like, a very cliff-noted version of that yeah. story. And I was just, like, surprised he was still walking. Yeah. You know, honestly, like, dude, it's lucky. I mean, there's people that died from dude. Yeah. Okay, I would just like to say, I would like to go on record. Is there a reason why Mexicans... Can escape and get into this country the way that they do. Yeah, we can take a beating. We can. <laughs> yeah, because if that, I mean, if that was my white ass down there, I'd be dead. If somebody step on my face, I'd be yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, I probably would have been just laying there crying the whole time. And somebody <laughs> would have shit my pants or something. I might have had a tear. They'd been like, drunk. "Are you okay, little fella?" <laughs> <laughs> no. So we, we we get into the Stimson show. It was a pretty big. It was pretty decently sized. Yeah, I'd say. Um, so would you say maybe? 75? But we get there, the first guy was not really my forte. Seven string guitar. Seven string, nylon quiet. string guitar. Very, very strong fingers. He played some crazy ass notes. More along the lines of like uh, Nick Drake kind of stuff. Very. Who? Nick Drake. Uh, Who the hell's that? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. All maybe, I got was Drake. Maybe John Denver. Yeah, no, not the rapper. More. It was very folky, very folky, very singer-songwriter. Uh, very. It was good. It was good. It just wasn't what I was prepared for for that night. The second guy came on. Yes. I can't pronounce his last name, but I Mike Quin- Quinkleville or Quinkle. He was part of uh, Joe Quinville. No, not Joel no, Quinn. Not the coach. <laughs> not Coach Q. But this guy came on, and uh, when they introduced I him... Oh, sorry, I didn't see you, brother. <laughs> brother, sorry. This guy, he, he comes on, and they introduce him as one of the guitar players from the band Sheen Him. <laughs> if any of you know who that is. Still drawing I don't know anybody that you fucking listen to. Like, <laughs> Sheen Him is... Uh, Except for Bumps and Posers. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah Zoe, it's, it's her band. Oh, oh, the new girl chick. Yeah. yeah. So this guy comes on. She was on. So, Elf. yeah, he he wheels in his equipment on a dolly. Well, there's your first mistake. <laughs> no, this is sweet. Oh. He has he, he has everything like uh, bungee corded on. He has his amp set up. He has his pedals for his guitar all set up there. He has two microphones. He has like a almost like a the first microphone was his main vocals, obviously. The second one came off. And it had like a a cone shape, like it was like an old timey. Yeah, and it had like this. The sound was like a, almost like an echoey kind of thing. So yeah, two mics set up. Like, oh, this this be interesting, you know? Guy, you know, just plays, brings in his a bass drum and a hi hat. 
so he's sitting there playing drums while playing guitar, singing like, and then working his pedals with his hand as he's yeah. playing guitar. Dude was phenomenal. Yeah, he like, was great. He dude. was amazing. He played some great <laughs> tunes. He did a it was a homemade kick, kick drum too. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a trash like can. Out of a trash can. It was a trash can. He turned into a bass drum. He uh, he played. He played. Uh, I yeah, he played a lot. I don't even remember. He covered the Beatles. And I can't remember what song it is now. I'm still not getting excited. <laughs> and, and they covered uh, a Pink Floyd tune. But Definitely also, not getting excited now. But, but, <laughs> it's a little but, better than but, Beatles. It wasn't done in, the, in any way, you know, like the original. He really made them their own. Yeah, he made it his own. And they were really good. So that guy got done. And what was this guy's name? My, Mike Coin. I cannot pronounce Quinkle, his Quinkle, I added him on Quinkle Facebook. Vials. He hasn't added me back yet. But he's from Portland, so. Quinkle Bottles? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But he was Coin, awesome. Coindell? Coindell, Mike Coindell. Yeah, there you go. Coindell. Yeah. Coindell. Sure. So. <laughs> we'll post the stuff. <laughs> yeah, we will. We, so he uh, so he gets done, and I'm standing there, I'm talking to Vic, and I like, look behind me, I was like, holy shit, there's Frank. Frank is the. Sinatra? No. <laughs> Frank Ferris. If Frank Sinatra's ever standing behind me, bet your ass everybody that day is going to know it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I turn around, I see him, I was like, holy fuck, there's a drummer from Guns N' Roses. The fourth drummer. Oh, that explains why I didn't know his fucking name. Yeah. He's not a drummer from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah. His name's Chris Adler. He's <laughs> yeah. the current drummer for Guns N' Roses. Current drummer for Guns N' Roses. And the Compulsions, which is a really good band that you probably would actually do. He actually has original music besides Guns N' Roses. Oh, does that mean he's not glomming onto somebody else's fucking music? No. It's a paycheck. So I say I'm standing there, he's just drinking some wine, checking everything out, went over to talk to him for a little bit. Super, super cool. Like, hey man, you know, like, thanks for coming out. I was like, oh dude, this, why wouldn't I? I'm seeing Tommy Stinson in a club. He's like, can we just bullshit for a little bit? I was like, and for, the funniest thing was, he was listening to this, he goes, hey, my name's Frank. I'm like, dude, I know who you are. He started laughing, I was like, oh, hey, I'm just being nice. Like, hey, that's good. You, you asked him about what it was like to play. But yeah, well, what's it like going from playing, like, Huge ass shows with Guns N' Roses to play in front of fifty people and be able to walk around. Because it's a gig, man. He goes, I like these a lot better. It's more fun. I can be relaxed and not have to, you know. And throughout the night, he was like he he, he was, was every... did, he was joking around with the bass yeah. player and the... she was hot by the way. Yeah, she was. Um, <laughs> the the thing about this night was is that that entire band was having a lot of fun. They, they were really loose and like every time. So like the band comes on. Tommy, you know, he opens up with whatever song he opens up with. I can't remember. He looks down and he says, okay, what do you guys want to do next? He goes, honestly, I'm sick of all these songs. Yeah. He goes, but we got to do them. So he's like looking. He's like, oh, I know. We'll do this one. They played him out of order big time. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got the set list. We're sitting, so we're sitting down looking at the set list. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's not the, no, that's not the next song. That's not it. Yeah. And then he'd like go down to the next one. Or, you know, skip a couple of them and play them. But you end up playing everything off the set list. Except for... Uh, uh, I was going to say the last one, but Friday night. He no, Friday yeah, night. Friday night is killing me is the last song he played. Uh, the song before, Motivation. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. that's the one everyone wanted to play, and he didn't yeah, play. He didn't play, yeah. uh, But, no, the whole the whole band was super cool. They were really joke, like joking around, having fun. He asked for whiskey, and if you've ever been to Ross Talks, you know they don't serve liquor. But just they, beer. Just, they had the, they had the uh, roadie come in through the back door and hand him a, you know, a little solo cup full of whiskey. Um, but he was super cool. I mean, he was... Yeah. 
He had fun. It looked, yeah. he, for me, for playing as many shows as he did, including Riot Fest over the last five days that he, he was say, playing. Seven, seven shows in five days. Yeah. Wow. So he was, I mean, he, 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 you could tell he was tired. But, I mean, they played a hell of a show. And just to see a member of the replacements back close. And, I mean, he played some, he played all the solo stuff. He didn't play any replacement stuff. But it's all, I think all holds up because he sounds just like Paul, I think, vocal-wise. Because, I mean, you've been around something that long. It's like your brother. You start talking like him. You start sounding like him. It was a hell of a show. Yeah. I had to be to work at yes. 5 a.m. Yep. So I had to dip out at, at midnight. I was like, I got to go home. I had to go pick up my kid from my dad's. Like, I got to go home. I was like, I want to stay and try to hang out and, like, meet Frank, you know, and Tommy. I mean, Tommy, obviously, man, replacement. He's also been the bass player for Guns N' Roses for the last 15, 20 years. I want to hang out and talk to him for a little bit. I was like, I got, I got to go. Yep. And that's where I'll take back over yeah, because fucker. Um, I got the set list right after the show was over. So, you know, I waited for a few minutes, and then the band, the band started to come out. Uh, to put their gear away, and Frank was the first one out there, and I was like, hey, Frank, uh, you don't mind signing this set list to you? He's like, no, not at all, man. He was really cool. I was like, hey, dude, it's an awesome show, and uh, I bet it was nice just to kind of be on a low-key type feel for the night. He's like, yeah, man, it's a really nice place here, and it was just nice I could watch some of the show out there with you guys and whatnot. I was like, I like, hey, man, uh, you wouldn't happen to have an extra stick up there, would you? He's like, hold on a second. He turns around. Grabs and pulls one out, tosses it over. I was like, "Oh shit, man! Thanks for the shit." And, and uh, so he gave me that one. And then, like the bassist and the guitarist and the keyboardist, all came. They signed, and I was like, "Hey, you think Tommy's gonna be out here?" He's like, "Uh, he might be. I don't know. Maybe you could just hang out over there." So I'd hang out for for a couple minutes. Next thing I know, Tommy Stinson walks in. He's just looking around. He grabs his guitar and his guitar case, puts it in. I was like, "Uh." Excuse me, Tommy. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, he looked tired. He was, he, I think he was like barely like alive. <laughs> but he was like, hey, man, do you, you mind signing my set list to you? He's like, no, no, not at all. He's like, he's like, oh, man, don't mind me. I'm just in a rush. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, man. He's like, no, no, it's not a big deal. I was just getting my, my stuff together. And I was like, hey, if you don't mind if I can I get a picture too? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, come on. Let's get in some light. If I can, the picture that I got, he doesn't look happy, but he was he was really nice and he was really cool and happy. At least talking. he was thoughtful enough to say, "Come over here, and get into the, yeah. the light." Like yeah. rather than just being, you know, that guy that's like just yeah. trying to please the fan yeah. real quick and just here take the fucking picture. Yeah, no, he he's like, "Yeah, let's get in this light over here." And then I was like, "Hey, you know, one more, I got one more question." He's like, "Yeah, what's up?" I was like, um, I, "I like to collect pics, and I think if you know, it'd be an honor if I could get if I had yours in my collection." Do you think I have your pick? He's like, "Oh." Looks in his pocket. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, here you go." Fucking hit, t- tosses me his pick, and and I was like, "Oh, dude, you're the best." And dude, thanks for a great show tonight. And he said, "Yeah, no problem, man. Glad you enjoyed it." And then you know, I, was, I decided to leave him alone because I was like, "My my luck's gonna run out." And he's like, next thing if I ask, him, I'm probably gonna ask for his. Yeah, like, hey, one more thing, man. One more thing. Can I get your underpants? <laughs> he probably would have said yes, man. He was really nice. So. I, I do want to bring up one thing. I sure. noticed that the. This is just the nerd in me. That shirt he was wearing, it was just that spray painted, like, had one letter on it. Yeah. When uh, the replacement for playing their final shows, Paul Westerberg wore a shirt every night of that tour. That, uh, I can't remember what it said, but it said something like, uh, I love you all, but we're something, 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 like, 
we're not we're not sellouts or we're, we're I love you all, but we can't go on or it was it's one of those. If I had the fucking article in front of me, I could read it to you. But it was one of those shirts that oh, really? that Paul wore. Yeah. Oh, like one of the like one of the, it he, something. He did, yeah, yeah. It was oh. one of those. I was like, I did oh. not know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. I was gonna say okay. And post say the article cool. on the on the Facebook. I, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll find the article and post it so you guys can so see the shirts. That capped off my four day crazy extravaganza of catching pigs, meeting people, um, watching good music. We, we had a one hell of a weekend. Uh, and like I said, the, the best word to describe it is unbelievable. But you know, I'm, the, the only way I can do is, is share it with you guys, and hopefully. Bring some of that stuff mm-hmm. next week. I'd like to see the towel. Sure, yeah, man. The towel. No, I'll bring the. the, the he, wants like towel. he wants to sniff the towel. Yeah. Don't fucking let him lie to you. Man. I already washed it because it was dirty. Because <laughs> he wants to rub it on his taint. That's, That's all right. It might have some surge juice on it, but um, like I said, I mean, I, I have no reason. To, Something creepy about that. Surge to, juice. to <laughs> the Armenian. Hey, that sounds dirty. Hairiness, so, um, but I have no reason to, to fib you guys. But uh, but yeah, man, it's. it's it was a hell of a weekend, and, and yeah, shit, look at, <laughs> holy fuck, yeah, took up an hour already. episode. I'm sorry, but. Yeah, fuck it, keep going. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's pretty much where I am, because it, I went home, I crashed, and woke up late for work the next day, but it's okay, I, I it's rock and roll, man. That was a great story. Yeah, that's how you do it, man, that's it, so. It's always great. Uh, actually, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of rehab, which I know you didn't see it, but my hat oh, is actually in rehab. I did see that actually. Uh, well, I was like, I was thinking to myself, to you, that is a very cool hat. Um, then, oh, hat then here we go. Is. Here we go. <laughs> I totally did. Oh, that's a really cool hat. What the fuck is rehab? Man? Um, no, I, it was. Uh, it was actually. Uh, hey, we'll see you later. Stalkers, it's good seeing you guys. Get the fuck out of here, fathead. Thanks, Morris. Um, see you next week. See you, bro. Yeah. But uh, oh, you won't see me. I'll be gone. It was May fifteenth of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the, there was their farewell tour at Ripco, and I'm standing outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this is the first time I, got, I actually I went to see him like the, the summer before, and I didn't get to go because my buddy that I was with didn't have a, a valid ID, so oh. they wouldn't fucking let him in. And like I saw the singer Red Danny Boot, he's like just out there walking around, and I'm like, well, can, can I just go fucking say hi to Danny just like, yeah. real quick? Like that's oh, I got to charge a cover. Well, I'm not fucking paying you twenty dollars to go in there, shake his hand, get a fucking picture. And leave, fuck you. So we ended up leaving, but we went back the next year, and uh, I was standing outside smoking, and this guy's just standing there, and I kind of heard him talking about like the tour and like where they were going and stuff like that. So I figured he had something to do with the band. I was like, well, what do you do? He's like, oh, I drive the bus. He's like, oh, that's cool. I ended up talking to that guy for like an hour while they're in there still selling their merch and shit after yeah. the show's over, and I'm sitting there, me and him were smoking, talking, bullshit, whatever. I'm leaning against the wall right outside the door. And this little guy, he had to have been at least a fucking foot shorter than I am. I'm six foot tall. I'm not really a tall guy, but I'm kind of a tall guy. Yeah. When this dude walked by, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look over, and I, just as he like gets past me, I realize it's fucking Danny Boone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, hey, Danny, dude, like, you know, good show. Just walking right by you. Yeah, just you. right in front of me. Like, no, like it was nothing. I was like, dude, you know, it was a great show. I just wanted to say it was, it was awesome. You know, cool to finally see you guys, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. And he comes up and shakes my hand and pulls me in for the hug. Like, oh, that wasn't me. Like, that nice. was him. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like, it's just some dumb little shit like that. Yeah, like, it's it, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's awesome, but it, it's the stupid little things like that that make it so awesome. It's it's it wasn't one of those like I did it to him and I get to brag about it. It was he did it to me because he really appreciates the fact, and I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I had a very similar experience with Phil and New Kohler from Sick of It All. 
Right on. At Mississippi Nights in St. Louis, or St. Louis, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri. There used to be this really killer place in St. Louis to see shows called Mississippi Nights. Yep. Mississippi Nights was the, it was like Roz Talks if there was room for a pit. Okay. I mean, that kind of a, that kind of intimacy. And I saw sick of it all there one night, and my buddy smoked at the time, so we went outside the door to smoke. As we're out there smoking, a big tour bus sitting in front, sick of it all's tour bus. They come out, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Phil Kohler. I was like, man, you guys killed up there. You know, I said, why didn't you play Injustice System? And he's like, well, you know, you can't only get, we only gave us 30 minutes, blah, 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 blah. And then Lou Kohler comes off the bus. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like standing there with Phil and Lou Kohler. I've seen these guys, like, huge fans. I'm like shaking their hands, totally kissing their ass. And they're like, oh, man, we're just glad that people like you still want to hear our music, man. Because I've, like I've been listening since, you know, um, No Justice, No Peace. You know, or not No Justice, No Peace. Um, I can't remember the name of the album. Uh, anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> but I said, I mean, you know, a long time I've been a fan. He's like, oh, that's great. And then I was like, well, why didn't you play, you know, Injustice System? He's like, oh, we only got 30 minutes, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Same kind of thing. My buddy worked for a radio station in, uh, at the college. He's like, hold on a second. He went and got a burned copy of a new single that they'd done that wasn't even released yet. Wow. Nice. And he's Dude. like, check this out and see how you dig this, man. And I was like, no way. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's awesome. Like you you just had, that just happened, right? Yeah, like, I'm like, sweet, that just fucking yeah, it, 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 It's always awesome when the guys can, you know, they're, they're just humans and when they act yeah. that way. And I know, you know, especially being on tour and stuff, uh, Vic, you know this because uh, you were there that day uh, when Mick Foley was at uh, oh, yeah. the, uh, the baseball diamond. Yep, that's right. Uh, I totally fucking nerded the shit out on that, oh, and yeah. I will completely admit it. I have a picture on my phone, and you, I'm just cheesing the shit out of that yeah. picture. But um, I had uh, the Hardcore Diaries, and I t- took that with me to have him sign it. And like I've got like I'm just sitting there for like an hour. I'm standing with Kevin actually. In oh yeah. Line, and I'm I'm going like just for the hour that we were in line, like all this shit's just going through my head, like everything that I want to say to this guy. Like I grew up watching this kid, idolized the fuck out of this guy. And um, I, I I finally get up to him, and like I just want to say, you know, like all of this. I, I wanted to compliment him on all the charity work that he does. I mean, yeah. this guy is one of the most unselfish people I've ever met in yep. my life yep. uh, just such a great human being and I the, I get up to him I shake his hand the only fucking thing I can say to him is this has to be torture for you he goes <laughs> well it's the lack of sleep more than anything and then without missing a beat didn't give another breath another breath at all in the sentence he goes who's that and I go oh that's King Diamond <laughs> uh, heavy metal singer from the late 80s early 90s he goes I didn't see that. oh cool and then he just signs my book <laughs> <laughs> And we, I do the little picture and shit. Like I was, it was so fucking. It's it was awesome. A great time. I don't know when you get to meet people like that. It's, it's really a fun thing, and that's got. I get off on the kind of stuff. So. I, I think it's cooler when, like, like all the stories when they're like music fans themselves. I think it makes oh, it yes, easier. Yeah. yes. Then being complete douchebags, like when we met Dan from Alkaline Trio. Oh yeah, yeah. We met him twice. Well, twice in the same day, and he was really cool because we kind of like bugged him because he was like not. Bu- I don't want to say bugged him, but like. He was getting ready to do the, uh, the day trotter, the day trotter stuff, and uh, he was just kind of hanging out outside. And then we went like after the show, we were talking to him for a little bit, and he remembered Vic's name, and it was like just I went up to Jake and, and had yeah, conversation and, with yeah, him. Yeah, so. it was really really cool. It really makes everything worth it when you can kind of get to know that side of 
of people and, and know that not all people are dickbags. Right. So, and right. and when, when, when the people that you know got into it because they love whatever the hell they're doing, whether it be yeah. the wrestlers or the, the singers, the artists, the performers, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's really awesome when you get to meet the ones that you can completely tell right off the bat, where they'll actually sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. Oh, well, if you, like, you, like you said, oh, well, if you like this, then you may be like that, like that. It, it's, mm-hmm. You know, that's always awesome. Uh, and I, I, I have to say this because it was actually here at Beer Stoop that I met this guy and I think he's a fucking prick I don't like him at all Raven is a piece of shit really? I fucking hated that guy really? the wrestler? yes he just I walked up like I didn't really say much you know because I I don't I don't don't like to be that fanboy just fuck that annoying guy so I just kind of walked by I was like hey man it's good meeting you and all I said was why did you cut the dreads after all those years and he just goes well you know after all that fucking time it just gets hot he's like I had to yeah that's real. Well, I mean, he, kept, he he it was it wasn't he didn't say it as as bad as I just portrayed it, yeah. but he did he really did to me. It seemed that he had a, some attitude behind it. I'm Maybe like, crushed your childhood dreams or something. Yeah, like he was just kind of being a pull. Oh, like, I said you don't ever really want to meet your childhood heroes. True, end up brewing and fully uh, did not. But yeah, right. But, I, I mean, I will say though, off, off that Raven thing, I had the quite opposite man, like because I commentated that show, yeah, and he gave me pointers and he and he and he gave me a, a, like he gave me some props. So I was like. Holy fuck, Scott! Scotty the body, fuck. Maybe it was just pissed off that he was out here selling his own merch. I don't yeah, know. I, who knows? I, either way, it's just what the hell was he doing here? He, we brought him in for a show for SCW one year. Just there was he was like a surprise guest. It was a big for what? Anniversary. Scott, Scott County Wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, he was wrestling outside, right? Yeah, I was right in the here? beer garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a couple oh, shows shit. here, so yeah, right, brought in Raven for a weekend for our big anniversary, and and I mean maybe it's just it was depending person to person, but. Uh, me being on the crew, you know, as far as commentating, uh, that was the cool spot. So, but you know, I, I guess it's just it's like, like I said, it depends on the, the kind of person they are. And, and uh, Wilkins is a perfect transition, so we can finally get into the show. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., right? You're yes. your pick. Yes. Maybe he's that kind of guy because he's a, he's an actor. He's he's a multi multi talented artist. I guess. Well, the so. thing the thing with Harry Connick Jr. that really kind of struck me. Um, my girlfriend Rachel and I were talking about this when Katrina happened, because um, Harry Connick Jr. is from New Orleans. He's he's his his family had played music in New Orleans for years, and they're big in the in the scene in New Orleans. And so he's down there and he's helping out after after Katrina, and people want to go get his you know get you know pictures of him and interview him from CNN. And he's basically like, put down the fucking cameras and help these people. You know, don't sit there with your camera. Help these people, you know. Get in line to, to feed somebody or or help somebody up, you know, or something like that. You know, same thing with Sean Penn. You know, this guy. Oh, yeah. Did you remember when the guy was doing the interview and he's standing in the water and he's like, oh, he's up to it, like his yeah. thighs in the water, or, or, and he's like, yeah, blah 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 blah. And Sean Penn, because up on a boat, this guy thinks he's going to get the the story of his life, yeah. and Sean Penn chastises him on live television. <laughs> yeah, I did remember. And tells him put down the fucking camera and help. Uh, Steve Buscemi, I don't know that he ever oh, told yeah? you about that, but nine uh, eleven, nobody knew it till yes, years, he years, years later. And he was he a actually fireman, was yes. a, uh, on New York Fire Department, and he just took off and that's went to actually awesome. take care of that. I mean, that's that's awesome. You know, yeah, when, I'm, I'm like you, you need to help your fellow people, as we were saying earlier. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's like it's, saying, yeah, it's 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 all encompassing. It's a big circle. Being being from Louisiana, you know, he, he probably yeah. I mean, and that was one of the things. It's like you know, that's not why you know that's not why I started listening to Harry County Jr. I was listening yeah. to him way before that. But 
you know, it's one of those things when you see people and the, people that are selfless. Yes. You know, and will help somebody just for the sake of helping them. And they don't want you to be, they don't want to be on CNN and they don't want to be on 10,000, you know, TV shows and, yeah. and have interviews and do all this countless bullshit. They just want to help people for the sake of help. That's why I always hate the shit and I will be that fucking asshole that brings this shit up. But uh, I'm not even going to say a first name because it still pisses me off, but Jenner, this whole sex change bullshit. Oh, yeah. To fucking sit there and accept the fucking Courage Award was fucking bullshit on his part and yeah. her part, whatever, uh, in the first place because they're... What about the, the girl that had cancer and was um, continued playing basketball? basketball Lost her I arm wish, and continued playing basketball. I like, wish it was that, I, I'm sorry. I, I get what Jenner did and went through definitely does take uh, courage to do that. I get, I'm not going to knock that. I'm not going to you know be that guy that, that slams that uh, gender Life's community, yeah, whatever. Uh, because I will be one of the first fucking people there to support you if that's really what you feel that you right. need to do by all means. But it's... When you go on the TV shows and your words are, I'm not doing this for the attention, I'm not oh. doing this, then why the fuck are you on that goddamn TV show? TV that shows. is exactly you've been what on the TV doing. show for five years. I mean, Magazines, that's, you have That's the thing. Show. At least, at least Bruce saying. Jenner was famous for something other than just being famous. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I agree completely. If you, if you were doing this just to do this, then you wouldn't have been on the fucking magazine cover and you wouldn't have done all this other bullshit. Look at, uh, right. Laura Jane Grace from Against Me. What fucking TV shows was she on? You know what I mean? Like, it's... There are people that have that struggle and that problem each day. And, and, and do I think it's great? Do I think it's great for them to have that and for them to be able... For people who have decided to do this, to go out and to have someone, uh, uh, a firebrand, to, to raise a flag to, that's great. But right. that being said, don't fucking sit there and expect me to... T- you know, people were saying... People were going on and they were... They were pissed off because, you know, well, he wanted, or she, them, whatever, they wanted a, a courage award, and then there's all these men and women in the armed forces. It's a different Completely fucking thing. different, yes. It's two different kinds of courages. You're not, you're not doing apples and apples. You're doing apples and carrots at that point, yeah, right. you know? And so, but yeah, I agree 100% with what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean... And- well, there's the soapbox for the, for the No, no, no. I'm not on the soapbox yet. <laughs> yeah. well, no, oh. are, that wasn't the soapbox. Well, let, let, oh. let's, let's I have a rolling. tendency, Jew, to get on the soapbox. I'm, I'm very all right with that. Yeah, and I, I, get I may little, even uh, play devil's advocate just to yeah. keep this going to see how, how strong you feel about well, this. Well, you know what? We can save that for another time because uh, I do want to continue on with the musical aspect <laughs> oh, of this. No, so, no, but we. <laughs> I would love to discuss this on another platform, but... With the music, uh, like you were saying, here now the thing that I was interested with this Wilkins is, is that you were you weren't necessarily defending it. You were just like, hey, it doesn't always have to be this rock and rock and metal, right. and Blah blah blah. Um, my good friend Huck so, Boone, who will be on the show at some point, yes, Huckery, made yes. a very, very, very valid point about other things yes. on Facebook um, to where. Everything gets pigeonholed. Yeah. And if every post that you see on other genre, whatever, if it's all about 80s rock or grunge, then it's going to get, you're going to get sick of it after a while. (laughs) You know? And so when you make a point of something being a music lover's, it's music. It's not grunge. It's not. 
80s rock. And so Huck Boone and I had a big conversation about it because he's a big fan of Miles Davis. Yeah, all kinds. And a he's big a very, fan. Yeah, very, you know, a very well-rounded diverse. musician. Yeah, or not a musician, but artist. Huck, this guy does my tattoos. Okay. And um, so that being said, I decided to step out of my, because I had done a lot of hard met music yeah. um, on my picks. Um, I did do prints. Uh, but uh, my pick this week is uh, Harry Connick Jr. and Blue Light, Red Light. Yeah. Um, this album was uh, the first one of this genre of music that I bought. When I was, uh, this came out when I was a, um, I had just started my senior year of high school. And I had just auditioned for, uh, believe it or not, I was the choir president my senior year of high school, Rock Island High School. Nerd. I was, uh, I'm sorry, as, uh, well, I, I can't no, get no, into my prowess when I was, because uh, being a heterosexual yeah, guy who was able to sing like an angel, yeah. um, I'm going to go that, that's as far as sure, I'm going sure. with that. So I saw this album, and I was actually ranked number two in the state of Illinois, high school tenors for jazz in my senior year of high school. That's okay. So... I got this album um, because I had, I heard Harry Connick Jr. on a, he was on the Today Show or one of those one of those kind of shows, and I heard him play the song that he wrote called Jill for his wife, and it's on this album. And so uh, I bought the album. I remember I bought it at Kmart. My mom worked there for years and years and years, and I bought it at Kmart. And I listened to it, and it was one of those things where I'm listening to it, and I'm like, there's just not a bad song on this entire album. It's good all the way around. And, you know, I, it's one of those things, you know, you have something like this. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure. We've talked about guilty pleasures before. Yeah. Um, but it's got, he has the whole big band with the, the huge brass section and the woodwinds. And then, the, you know, the trap drums and the, the, the guitar and the bass and the whole thing. And, and it really, it's, it's, it's very big. And, and, you know, for such a, you know, thing that it was. This album was huge for Harry Kind of Jr. This was his first Grammy-nominated album. And it was actually, there was, uh, what kind of struck me is uh, Soul Train, 1992, it won the Soul Train Award for Best Jazz Album. More shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to a little bit of it while uh, I was doing the, uh, doing the dishes, because I said it's what your pick was. I figured I'd give it a shot, see what the fuck was going on with it, and uh, it was good. It's very yeah. good. It's very, uh, very different, you know. It's not, like you said, it's not the... Typical meat and potatoes of the, what it's generally normally no, what we it's, listen it's to. really not. But it's good. But it's good. It's one of those things where, and we've always kind of prided ourselves on this podcast as being the guy. If you give it a listen, yep, right. Because we come with a lot of different shit, oh, right. uh, and it's not always. This, it's not. You're not going to see. You know, it'd be real easy for us to be like, oh yeah, well my pick this week is. You know, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Or Nickelback. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stood up in my hand a little, but no. no. But yeah, you can make a valid point. I mean, that was you know, of course, you'd be so easy for Avenged us to be sevenfold. like, yeah, yeah Avenged Sevenfold. We'd be getting Jacrispy on that. <laughs> but uh, that being said, we do kind of pride ourselves as music lovers um, to not be pigeonholed. You know, we're all. If you saw the four of us right now, you would think we are a band. Yeah. The way we all four look. Yeah. You know, we've all got tattoos. We've all got, you know, 
the facial hair. I was just saying, we all basically have a beard. You, you've kind of got like a little bit missing. We'll give it there. to you. Yeah, well, I don't have the full beard, but uh, <laughs> my goatee is almost as long as Grows in some chops. I actually cut two inches off my goatee. Come on, uh, actually, after I, uh, as I said earlier, busted my head open in Indiana, I actually shaved my beard off. My beard was actually yeah, I pretty, remember nice. pretty decent. And uh, nice. I just, I, I looked at it one day and I'm like, fuck this, I'm tired of it. So I. Well, but after anyway. after my beard got to a certain point, everything below that had a mind of its own. <laughs> yeah, no, that's where it's at again now. Actually. Yeah, like, and it so, just, like it's all it's different like, lengths, sure. and it just doesn't. Want It'd be like, hello. <laughs> like, I look like the uh, the guy Dalsim from uh, I don't Street Fighter. No, 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 no. The guy from uh, not Dalsim, but from GI Joe, the old GI Joe, where he had the, the beard that was the, the Russian oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. From the Slaughter's Marauders. That's awesome. He had the, he had the beard like that's what I looked like, kind of. So. so. But, uh, but we're diverse. We are yes, diverse. Yes, and that's the whole point of it. And so with I'm your hoping... Fit. I'm glad you're here to keep everybody on point. That's, 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 that's his job. job. Yeah, that's I his can job. only imagine how... What how many been. times have I been in the soapbox and I've had to step off because Vic's like, well, that being said, let's go on ahead. <laughs> so, but no, that's my point with picking um, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, man. Give it a listen. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's no it's no big deal. He's so... He sold multi-million copies of this yeah. album. Not not everybody's cup of tea, but you never know until you try. It. No, so. I had a whole, I had a good time the other night dancing with my girlfriend in the kitchen listening to this music. There you go, hey Gunther Franks. Uh, we just had a, a buddy of ours walk in. So, uh, but but yeah, like you're saying, we don't want to we don't want to, and we're not dissing anybody. We don't ever want to. We never wanted to alienate anybody. Except when it comes to our love of music. <laughs> Our love Fuck of you, music that, yeah, they Greatest are amazing. band in the God world. damn it, they are. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad somebody finally agrees. We'll keep that joke going. Uh, but, but the fact that we can review stuff like Prince, like Lauryn Hill, like uh, Connick Jr., Uriah Heep, uh, Black Sabbath, uh, uh, Mud Honey, whatever whatever it is we want to talk about, we will talk about without... Anybody ever throw in Tom Waits? Because Tom Waits is fucking amazing. Uh, we, funny thing about that is my buddy Huck Boone said, well, how would it be if I came and talked about a, a Tom Waits album? I, I said actually, we would love it. I actually have the Reservoir Dogs album in my car, and I, it was actually in my CD player for probably two months solid. Yeah, it just uh, never I, came out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just didn't even bother taking it out. Hey, yeah, Tom Waits is fucking amazing. Hey, oh, maybe next God. time you come on, bring that, bring that to the table. So. But, well, then that means I would actually have to like read and know stuff, and I, oh, I just you listen just to talk it. About you know, why, why do you love it and all that good stuff? Yeah, so it's easy. It's easy, man. That's all, all right. what we do. That's what we, we like to essentially do here on this podcast, which uh, you know Wilkins has brought plenty to the table. With with uh, all kinds of different music, oh, oh the that that um, fucking band, the Blue Spills, that was oh, way Spills, out of yeah. the field. No, wait, really did, did you guys bring it on the show, or is that just something you just posted? No, no, no that was, was something from the show, Blue Spills. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, uh, you know, so, an hour and a half. But, but let, let's keep the ball rolling <laughs> yeah. and, and see this what. Wait, pretty big. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> I got uh, big balls. Big balls. I, it's yeah. big balls. We got big balls. We've actually made this happen before. So. And we sang that on karaoke. Didn't yeah, we? me and him did it once yeah, too. So, because Brandon you slut. <laughs> I know. Well, Brandon don't come out no more, so I gotta pick and choose. Uh, actually, Brandon was out last night. I know. Weekend. He texted me. He goes, "Let's go sing big balls." I'm like, By the way, uh, last night too. Go check out Gunner Frank's on Facebook. His uh, his uh, he's a wrestler. You got any shows coming up, Gunner Frank? Yes. Where? <laughs> oh, seriously, uh, where you got a show? This weekend, I got Freeport. And Freeport, Illinois. Got, uh, yeah, and then. 
uh, LaSalle. Oh, yeah, Dreamwave yeah. Uh, next uh, couple. Yeah, so uh, make sure you go check out you know, I, I've seen your, your touring and everything all over on Facebook, and I've actually meant to just kind of randomly show up and uh, sure. challenge just, you to a duel. Yeah, just yeah. like just make an ass of myself right in the crowd because I wouldn't give a shit just to see how easy it is to get Fuck you to this play gunner, Frank. Oh no, I mean, it's really it's not hard. No, I mean, I, I mean people are just like, "What's up, Donnie?" I'm like, "Bah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. he will lose it. So try it. Quake, what do you got for us today, man? Uh, mine's I've done Elliot Smith before. Yeah, a long time ago. This is his band before he was solo. So it's called Heat Miser. Came out. Uh, the album I'm doing is Mike City Sons. Uh, it came out in '96, so it's been quite a while. Yeah, and uh, it was supposed to be on the album, uh, album or record label Virgin, but it was released on Caroline, which is like their, their like a sub label. Yeah, sub label because uh, there's talks of the band splitting up, mm-hmm. so Virgin didn't want to put all their mo- money and effort into like invest into into that. right, right, right. Which is a shame because I mean the album got great reviews. One guy gave the review and said uh, like, two of the songs on the album were like the best songs he's ever heard in the nineties. That because I mean at the time ninety six I mean it was a kind of a grunge was finally starting to end. Yeah, you know and not, the, the pop was picking yeah, up. You know uh, it was just a weird it, time. It, it really was because I think a lot of bands fell under the radar. Like we said before, when like grunge came in, a lot of bands fell under the radar. When that rap new metal shit started popping up. A lot of bands fell on the radar. This was kind of like right in the middle. I mean, they had songs like on the MTV and stuff, but they, it was like the odd listening hours, like at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. when the average person isn't like when their basic clientele of sixteen-year-old girls are not up watching TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Damn it! Victor. Sorry, man. <laughs> Jew's not happy with the with the outcome that just came out uh, of that. So. I actually have to say, and I, I totally am one of those '90s, 2000s kids where right, you are, yeah. the uh, the new metal and the 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 past grunge era is what I love. Like I love Limp Bizkit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Wilkins will stand up for uh, Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's I, the little dance oh, they did. Is, is that who Wilkins yeah, that's is? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's kind of yeah, request. I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Um, also, I mean, I love Linkin Park, so I'm. Not I, know, I, know, I know, I don't mind Linkin Park. Though. I really don't. I just hate Limp Bizkit. Um, I hate Fred Durst for everything he's ever stood for. Yes, I, I I actually second that. Uh, however, they did that "Eat You Alive" song, and the video had uh, the little girl from um, Hocus Pocus, and she got hot as fuck. So like that totally made that video completely fucking amazing. The only thing I really like about Limp Bizkit now is West Borland because West Borland plays a Matt Skiba's solo band from Akron. So. <laughs> that was loud. First off, I, that, that was, was, that was my retort. <laughs> I felt threatened. Um, second off, the secrets, right? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, he was, what, West Portland plays guitar for uh, Matt Skibbon. Isn't he dead now? West Portland? Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure West Portland is dead. No, West Portland is quite alive. No. Uh, while sure. I was in uh, uh, Colorado over the weekend, I actually, some guy told me that... Um, Lemmy had died, and I said no because he's in fucking Chicago yeah, right now on tour. Like, so uh, I'm thinking of uh, the other Wayne Static. Never mind. Oh, well, yeah, Wayne yeah, Static. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he, he's done. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot Smith. Yeah, um, this album is. Uh, they had it was him. He, he did vocals, and another guy named Neil Neil Gus did vocals, and uh, another one refill. Yeah. I actually had to ask them who the fuck it was. <laughs> nice. And uh, 
It's just, it's kind of funny because like Neil Gus is more of like a happier poppy guy yeah. in the songs, and obviously I kiss myself. It's so pretty. I love that line. I don't give a shit. I love that line. I'm sorry. And Elliot Smith is more uh, obviously dark. I mean, you've listened to the earlier stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of a bipolar record because it's happy stuff and then extremely sad stuff. But it's because he wasn't he wasn't solo at the time. Right, right. But I mean, it's great. It's just something a little different that most people will ever. Look. <laughs> we got woo girls downstairs. Woo. Anyway. Um. Yeah. And know, you so. brought you brought Elliot Smith to the table, but definitely uh, with with this band. It's different. It's different. It's more poppy. It's more poppy because Elliot Smith stuff's just acoustic and like a drum every once in a while. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, I but, uh, He'll be back. I think he's getting a beer, maybe. <laughs> he, uh, no, it's it's good. It's different. It's something that if you, you can't get into, like, the acoustic, mellow stuff, yeah. that's more stuff that you might be inclined to listen to, if well, you will. Yeah, man. And, and I, know, I was just unpacking CDs when I was trying to think of picks, and that's yeah. what popped out. So I was like, oh, by the way, let me, I, I, while you bring that up, because we had the CDs for replacements. Yeah. It didn't you even completely, you completely I forgot, didn't you? I completely forgot, because I had some replacement CDs in my, uh, I was wearing cargo shorts, and they were in the bottom pocket, so I didn't, I just had the set list, and I just got the pick and all that. Oh, God. We're going to have to go down there and see what's going on, because I just heard like a bunch a of party or something. Probably. We're yeah, yeah. might just fall off. So, uh, another another instance of me almost dying this week is... Uh, I saw it move earlier, and I thought it was just me because I'm old. No, it's... Oh, like, that's because we're both sitting, like, right on the edge yeah. of the thing, so, like, anytime we move at all, like... It's yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah, see, there it is. So. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, uh... Guys, good to be back. I'm glad I'm alive to do this with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm glad you're alive. I want to go on record as saying that, uh... I would, because I'm one of those guys that if somebody does something to one of my friends, then I feel like I am inclined to have to get retribution. Yeah. So I wouldn't know how to do that. Because there'd be a million people. Well, that we, I just accepted you on Facebook, and so like somebody gave me the bird earlier. Does that mean that like we're friends and you're gonna um, go? You will notice get... from. Yeah, I have a bit of a of a reputation. <laughs> so, yeah. um, uh, well, anyways. But that's why we love you. Welcome. Let's just say membership has its privileges. Yeah. Right yeah. So, so, anyways, uh, but I do, like I said, great show. Uh, I'm glad to be back, and I'm I'm excited to hear the previous weeks. Uh, but we it will was, be. Uh, it was, it was interesting. It was yeah. quick. That's fine. It was, it was like, like what? Like Forty minutes. Forty forty five oh, well, minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, we totally went over that today. Yeah, that's the world. We, <laughs> we almost had, doubled. I think Jake that. and I drank about thirty seven uh, Pascal Rubens that yeah, night. So. Yeah, it was a good night. Oh, I'm. I'm glad you're here, man. Right. It was a, yes. it was a, after you told me skip, uh, that story, I was, honestly, I'm, you're lucky. Because there's been big, big festivals. That kind of stupid shit is why people get hurt. Yeah, yeah so uh, there's been stories where people haven't made it out. So, hey, man, like, uh, again, I'm not going to make this about me, but I'm so glad that everybody, you know, and if He's you like, know me. I'm not going to make it about me, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you know me, you know I don't really care for anybody else, but I'm really glad that people made it alive made it out alive that night because it's terrifying and there's terrifying. no reason to go to a show and not be able to come yeah, back have fun right, right. take and care of each other I, I realize that things happen especially like I said with the conditions that you did you know thousands of people yeah. and, and the, the shitty ground they really, really know where to get footing but everybody just needs to settle the fuck out yeah, you're really. all here to have a good time I get that but be respectful for everybody else you know yeah. you, you've got to protect one another it's, especially when you're in a big crowd like that Yeah, you have to it's getting to the point now that my like I mean I'm not Will Wilkins got a, has got a couple. Of, <laughs> he's traveled around a sun a couple more old. times. 
than me. But I'm just pointing out when I go to shows. Say it fucking say no, quick. I'm old. No, no. I'm just saying at, at, at my age, I, I I back off a little bit now. Like I don't even like being up there anymore because I'm getting to the point now where I just can't take being squashed like that anymore. Like, I, I know I exactly. I can't do it. Like even for Alkaline Trio, last time saw Alkaline Trio. Me and my buddy Adam Kilgore, we grabbed beers and we sat up at the top and watched them down. Like, and you just see the crowd just moving back forth. Like, I, I, I can't do it no more. I just can't. I, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm only 27. I'm the youngest one fucking here, I, except for maybe Victor. Um, I'm the same age. Okay. Anyway, uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm getting the same way anymore. Like, up in uh, Wisconsin for that uh, Northern Invasion. It, it was getting so ridiculous. Uh, it was actually colder than fuck that night. Like it was actually pretty decent during the day, but it got like forty degrees at night. Yeah. And I'm wearing shorts and a t- fucking t-shirt, so I purposely got in the middle of everybody just yeah. to stay warm. Right, right. But uh, oh. it, it was it was goddamn ridiculous. I, like, I will, it, it was it was stupid. I will say this: as much as I don't want to experience that anymore, I, I may just have to give it some go-rounds at future shows. Just because I love the rush of being up there. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the, I'm 41 years it's, old. It's the bands. Yeah. That, and know. I still get right in the middle of the shit because yeah. I love it. So, did you order food? I did. That's so much While we're on that note, yes, you're right. We do love the music. We love the bands. And we love the shit. So, but... Since Donnie, come, uh, excuse me, gone through whatever, we're, we're here on the Sightseeing Podcast. Mr. Franks. Let's go Mr. with that. We'll Franks, just settle with that. Since he, uh, he joined us, he did order food here at the Beer Stew. Make sure you check out Beer Stew right downtown Moline. They do have the Oktoberfest coming up September 25th, which is your birthday, isn't it? No, it's 24th. Whatever. September 25th. Close enough. That's my big brother's birthday. There you go. He was supposed to be on the show tonight. Yeah. yeah but he fucking flaked out of me, and I told him he fucking owes me big. Yeah, so they we, dug me out and fucking yeah, we got, out this guy. So, so we, we, we dug this big, crazy fucking guy named Jew. <laughs> I'm like, wow, we're not going to offend anyone with that one. Jew yeah, and yeah, the yeah, anti-Semitic yeah, bastards. bastards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have a Nazi eagle holding a Jewish star on my ass. I saw that earlier. I saw that earlier, and I was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah, there you go. So, Oh, wait a second. He's got one more. Wait. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that happened. Penis right. Angel. That's that's this is podcast. Yeah. I'm going to say Fred Durst is awesome. It's because like WrestleMania 17 is the best WrestleMania uh, of all time. With them performing, and I'll give it to you. Not only that, but the Undertaker came out. Oh, to yes. keep rolling, 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 I'll give it to you. So yeah, we. Like I, I thought you said the Undertaker came out. I was like, I missed no. that one. <laughs> well, I mean, I totally missed that one. He might have. Anyways, uh, back to Beer Stoops. Uh, 15th annual October 5th, September 25th, October 2nd and 3rd at the Beer Stoop in uh, Moline here, 415 15th Street, really Moline, Illinois. September 26th at Kelowna in Illinois on the levee. So make sure you guys are checking out that yeah, Oktoberfest. Check out Beer Stoop. They're delicious. Thank you for having us, Beer Stoop, guys. It's uh, great to be back. Justin, thank you very much. Very good. Yeah, you got to so. stop with the Justin shit, though. Uh, we got to give Jew the final word. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I get the final word. Yeah, you yeah, get the like, final word, Jew. What do you got for us? Um, Anything. Fuck you. I don't know. Fuck you. All right. We, yeah, well. Yeah. That tattoo bearded asshole. You stay. I got nothing. I, I really don't. Like, it's... it's um, I don't know. You all right, throwing well, me on the spot right hey, now. Like, whatever. It's I really right. can't think of anything clever at the moment. <laughs> um, just, you know, we're just taking out the competition yeah. one podcast yeah. at a time. No, no. Um, <laughs> how long do we got till you close us off? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, gonna, just a quick story. Yeah, Over yeah, the weekend, yeah, uh, I actually, because uh, I, I DJ, fill in for a buddy of mine DJing uh, KJ, karaoke, whatever, yeah. down at Hollers on Friday and Saturdays every once in a while. 
And uh, I pissed off like five fucking broads because I would not play that bullshit song, Watch Me Whip. Oh, the, the fuck that shit is. Yeah, no, like, first of all, I completely refused to play that song. Second off, I don't even have it anyway, so, like, I wouldn't do it, but I just kept telling them, no, I'm not going to play it. No, I won't play it. No, <laughs> this one bitch is like, I'll show you my tits if you play it. I don't want to fucking see him anyway, and no. <laughs> then this other chick, she comes up and she goes, well, you're really not going to fucking play it? Like, we asked you nicely. Yeah, no, I'm really not going to play it. You're a fucking asshole. Write a letter to your congressman. I don't yeah, give a shit. Right? <laughs> He's not going to fucking dictate what I you play. You were hired for my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you're never exactly. going to get married. Be exactly. quiet. <laughs> I'm going to show up dressed like... Like a like Mick Foley? King Diamond. Yeah. Oh, no, King Diamond. King Diamond. It sounds something like this. It would... <laughs> totally. If, if I were to actually DJ your wedding, I would definitely have to go wrestling theme. I would probably end up being Hulk Hogan Jack. Song, yeah. I am a real American. <laughs> Fight for the rights of everybody. All right, that's I think that's a good one. That's the When we post this All right, yeah. on YouTube. We can do that. Real American has to be the song. All right, JQ, playing. well... Uh, I will mention thanks to JQ for uh, hooking, hooking that up. He'll get these episodes up more frequent. But he's also got a secret project that he's working on, which I'll tell you after, we get, off, after we get out of this. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's show. yeah oh, geez, he's going to love that. So, anyways, <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a great night. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dube. Next Level Fitness, Ragged Records, Ribco, thank you. I got a poop. He's got a poop, so we'll leave it on that. Thanks. See you guys.